This is Global Anarch Podcast, a podcast of Global Anarch Commission Apostle Traders in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm Elvis Iverson. You can visit us at elvisiverson.com and on Facebook, um, Global Analog. Today, we're going to talk about are you a Christian? Amen. Going to church does not make you a Christian. No saying a prayer or going down an aisle, um, taking confirmation class or telling yourself you are or trying to be a decent person. You are only a Christian if Christ is in you, which can be tested and proven according to the scriptures. Amen. First of all, you got to test yourself. The Bible talks about test yourself. Are you a Christian, my friends? That is cute. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 says, Examine yourself and see whether you are the faith. Test yourself. Do you re- not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you, you fail the test. Is Christ in you, my friends? Are you in the faith? First Corinthians chapter eleven verse twenty and and thirty one says, "But a man must examine himself. If we judge ourselves rightly, we will not be judged. It is time for you to judge yourself. Are you a Christian?" Second Corinthians chapter thirteen verse five: Test yourself to discover whether you are a true believer. Put yourself under examination. God gives us instructions on how we can and should test ourselves in scriptures which you can be grounded in the five major categories. Number one, gospel beliefs and confession. Number two, born-again sonship cre- cre- um, um, correction, connection. Number three, repentance, deliverance from sin. Number four, good works by faith. Number five, the fruit of the Spirit. The first three are the starting point, but you can also serve as an ongoing test as we, see, we'll, as we will see. The last two are living proof of Jesus Christ in us, and not, and not. In Second Peter chapter one verse ten, a, but in all the more diligent, make it certain about His calling, choosing you. Be all the more diligent to make certain about His calling, choosing you. Are you making diligent? It's time to take a test. Okay, it's time to take a test. Are you, my friend, are you a Christian? The first test is the gospel belief and confession of Christ. Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you believe Jesus Christ raised the dead? Do you believe Jesus Christ, um, 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 the word became flesh and dwelt among us? Do you believe in his miracle? Do you believe that he rose again, Father? Do you believe in the death and resurrection? Do you believe in his ascension, that he's at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in his second coming? Well, do you? In First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse one through four, says, "Brother, I want to remind you of the gospel, and I preach to you the gospel that you have received, and in which you are firmly established. Because the gospel will save you only if you keep believing exactly what I preach to you. Believing anything else will not lead to anything. I taught you that Christ died for us, and according to the scriptures." And that he was buried, and that he was risen to life on the third day, according to the scriptures. In Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 13, the word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, and that the word of faith which we are proclaimed, that if you confess your mouth, 
Jesus Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For if, for it is with your heart that you believe and you are justified, and it is with your mouth that your confession and that you are saved. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You must believe the right gospel about the right one. Christian life starts with embracing the gospel. But what we are, what, but what we believe in, is also an ongoing test as well. We are warned in Scripture not to drift away from the faith as we have gone through life, which is a real danger. Do we believe in, and are we fallen? Simply, the Scripture defines the gospel of Jesus Christ. 1 John 2 verse 24 See that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you And if it does You will also remain in the Son And in the Father See when you're truly born again you're never, you're, You may backslide You may sin But you will truly always believe in Jesus And you will want to serve Him And you will overcome these things Amen And you will mature as a believer If that doesn't happen Well you need deliverance In 2 Corinthians chapter um, 11, verse 3 to 4 says, But the servant, which is cunning, seduced Eve. I am afraid that in some way your ideas may be, get corrupt and turn away from the simple devotion of Christ. Man, a lot of things can take us away from the devotion of Christ. The simple grace, the simple Christ, hallelujah. Amen. Don't pollute that part. Amen, hallelujah. Don't pollute the... That 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 meshes hallelujah, amen. That's why you need to know your essential absolutes of salvation, because any newcomer has only to proclaim a new Jesus, different from the one we preach, and you have only to receive a new spirit, different from the one you have already received, or a new gospel, different from one you have already accepted, and you have become, and and you are welcome. And it was open on that's why you got to be discipled and you got to be established and you got to receive milk teaching and be established in the written word of God. Amen. Galatians chapter 1 verse 9. I am amazed that you are so quickly transferred your alliance from him who called you by the grace of Christ to another gospel. Now that you, now there is another gospel, but there are men who are upsetting you, your faith with it, traveling of the gospel of Christ. Yet I say, if I or an angel from heaven will to preach you any other gospel that the one you have received, you may may he be damned. God, I, the Lord is speaking to several people that that have have other people that are preaching something that's not in the Bible uh, or not scripture correct, and they're trying to um, lead you to another Jesus. Well, God is setting you free. God is setting you free. Revelation 3, verse 3 says, Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Repent it. Re obey it and repent. Hebrews 2, verse 1. We must pray more carefully, attention, therefore, so, to what we have heard, so that we will not drift away. Hebrews 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast to confession of hope without raven. Wow. Uh, that's why you need to be disciple. That's why you need to hear the gospel truth about Jesus Christ. The whole gospel. You need to be established in the doctrine of Jesus Christ. You need to know about the death, burial, resurrection. Yeah, um, amen. The the word became flesh. His his ascension and, and his return and his present day ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. We we need to establish in the written word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
You need to be in a good biblical church, a good biblical fellowship, and receive good biblical teaching. And and someone that encourages you to study the word for yourself. Test chapter two. Test two. So we just did test one. Test one, which is gospel belief and confession of faith. Test two. Born again, inner witness, connection, connection as children. John 3, verse 3 to 7. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom unless he is born again. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at saying this. You must be born again. See, you must be born again. You know, I have people that come, that came to my church, and I ask them the question, have you ever accepted the Lord? You could say, your personal Lord and Savior. And they said, they never have heard that. And the thing is, it's not... Um, I, I like to say it's a prayer of decision. It's a it's a it's a beginning point. It's a starting point. You've heard the word, amen, and you believe in God. But now you need to be converted to Jesus Christ. First Peter chapter one verse twenty three says, "For you are not just morals now, but sons of God, morals, and you live." The permanent word of the living God has given you indestructible life, amen. Galatians chapter four verses because you are sons. God sent his spirit of his son into your heart. And the spirit also calls out Abba Father. See, there's an inner witness. There's a there's an inner witness. There's an inner peace. Amen. There's an outpouring of the love of God in your heart if you are born again. Hallelujah. Amen. Galatians chapter 4, verse 6. Because you are son, God sent his spirit of his son into your heart. The spirit who calls out Abba Daddy, Father. Romans 8, verse 14 through 16 and 23. For many are led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. You receive the spirit of adoption by whom we carry out Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Not only so, but we are also. We have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly, and we wait earnestly for the adoption of the sons and the redemption of our bodies. See, you're led by the Spirit of God. If you hear the salvation message, you will come forth. If you, and and you'll be led by the Holy Ghost, and and outwardly, you 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 have the inner witness, you have inner peace, you have the love of God, and you want to know the Word of God, and you want to serve God, and you want to find a church out and fellowship with other believers. If you do not, you're not born again. You're not a Christian. Those who believe in the gospel and follow Jesus will be born again into new spirit life. You will resort into what is team the spirit of adoption, which is evident of the inner witness of Abba Father. This is an inner knowing that we are children of God, which we cry out Abba Father with joy, with love, and, and expectation of the deep spiritual instant. See, you want to live a life of faith. Romans 8 verse 9 and 15 through 16. You cannot indeed be a Christian at all unless you have something of his spirit in you. You can you can say with your full heart, you can say with your full heart, Father, my Father, the Spirit himself endorses our inward conviction that we really are the children of God. Amen? We have the in, inner witness. Children, Christians do not happily remain in sin, as we will see in the following test. Yet we all can stumble, yet we can all fall in sin. Hopefully this is not um, willingly, but even if it is occasional, on occasion, God can still use it and encourage us, and we are His children. And if we, and for if and when we sin, the correction, rebuke, chastening of the Lord will train the righteous of Christ, and we are His. If you are in sin, you will feel guilty. You don't want to do it.
you, you, you don't feel peace and you and, and you know that God's calling you. Amen. He's not out to give you a hard time. He's out to, to give you a time of blessing. Amen. Amen. You cannot live in sin. Amen. You cannot live in sin. Even in a backslidden condition, you cannot live in that. You cannot be comfortable. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5, this says, Are you quite forgotten and encouraged in words which are addressed to you as sons? And which so, my son, do not think lightly of the Lord's discipline, and do not faint when he corrects you. For whom he he loves, the Lord, he, he disciples, whom he scorns every son whom he acknowledges. God is dealing with us as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not discipline? And if we are left without discipline, and what every true son had his share, and shows that you are bastards and not true sons. This is a very clear-cut te test. If you continue in habit of sin and get away from it, no matter what you say, you are not a child of God. On the other hand, if you are really are his child, this will be proven by the fact that we will not allow us to remain in sin or go from it through his active correction in our life. Revelation 3 verse 19. Those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. Therefore, be chastened as you see us repent. See, see, if you're a born-in Christian and you are, are living in a life of sin, you know, you're not comfortable with it and God's going to correct you. Okay? God's going to get your act together. Amen? And you want to get out of that. Amen? Because we're not really, you know, technically, the sinful nature has already went to the cross. So when you sin, Christ has already forgiven you. And so one moment before you sin, the blood of Jesus washes away. And 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 the moment you sin, the next moment he washes away the blood of Jesus Christ. And that is what empowers us, the grace of God empowers and the blood of Jesus to live the eternal lifestyle, the true eternal lifestyle, which is a life of holiness unto Christ. Amen. Amen, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Praise God. See, this is a very clear-cut test. If you continue in capital sin and get away from it, no matter what you say, you are not a child of God. On the other hand, if you really are His children, this will be proven by the fact that He will not allow us to remain in sin or to go for, for wrong. For wrong. This is an act of correction in our life. Revelation 3, verse 19. Wait a minute, we already said that. Amen, hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 9 through 10. Already followers used the disciplines and treat us with respect. Shall we not be still more submissive to our Father of our spirits and live? It is true that they that they disciplined us for a few years according to that they thought, thought fit. For he does not for its own good, in order that we may become sharers and his own character. Now it is time the discipline seems to be a matter not of joy, but for grief, and afterwards it yields to those who have passed through it and train the results of peace, namely righteousness. God will, will lead us out of darkness, will lead us out of trials. You will not be comfortable in sin. Hallelujah. Test number three is repentance, freedom from battle, Habitual sin, the sinful life, habitual sin, habitable sin. Second, Timothy chapter two, verse nineteen. God's solid foundation stands unmovable, bearing this inspiration. The Lord knows 
those who really belong to him. And and this also, that everyone who names the name of our renounce all wickedness. See, you will renounce all wickedness. You will renounce all wickedness. You will renounce all, all sin. You will come out of that. Amen. Hallelujah. Jude chapter 1, verse 1. Jude chapter 1, verse 4 through 5. For certain men whose condemnation has written about long ago has certainly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of God for a license with immoral and deny Jesus Christ as a sovereignty of the Lord. Through you already know this. I remind you that the Lord has delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. Amen. See, we are free. We are free. Because the grace the true grace of God sets us free. Amen. And and, and empowers us to overcome and live for God. Amen. If you don't have that grace, God, maybe you're not a Christian. And if God's speaking to you, He's calling you to repent and become a Christian today. Ephesians chapter five verse six: Let no one deceive you with empty words. For if, for if it is on account of these verses that God's anger is coming upon the disobedient. Hebrews ten verse twenty-six to twenty-seven: If you are deliberately keeping on sin after you receive the knowledge of the Lord, no sacrifice is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. One John three verse five and six, and ye know that Christ became a man, taking away sin, and that in Him there is no sin, and that man who lies in Christ does not have no sin. The regular sinner has never seen or known Him. You, my children, should not let anyone deceive you. And the man who lives a good life is a good man, as surely as Christ in is good but the man who lives a habitable sinful is spiritual a son of the devil for the devil has been a sinner from the beginning now the son of god came to earth and the expression purposes are ongoing of the devil's work and to express the purpose of ongoing now the son of god came to earth with the express purpose of undoing the work of the devil's work the man who is really God's son does not practice sin, for God's nature is in him, and shall have really in a of sin. Here we have a clear distinction as to who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. The man who does not lead a good life is good life is not a son of God. See, you don't want to practice sin. You are free from the practice of sin. You don't live in you don't live in a habit of sin. God has set you free from it. 1 John chapter 3 verse 3 to 7 says, We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. A man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in him. And if anyone obeys his word, God loves is truly made complete in him. This is how we know that we are in him. Whosoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment but an old one that you have since from the beginning wow amen we walk in love my friends luke chapter 6 verse 46 why do you call me master master and yet you do not and yet i do not and yet you do not do what i tell you wow
A lot of people don't want to do what God tells you. First Corinthians chapter six verse nine. Do you not, do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not perceive neither sexually immoral or adulterers, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, or homosexual offenders, no thieves, no greedy, no drunkards, no slanders, no swingers shall will inherit the kingdom of God. And what, and and that is what what some of you are. But you are washed, sanctified. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. God has changed your nature. God has called you out of sin. The word ecclesia means called out a bunch. You're called out. Amen. The fellowship with people that walk with Christ. Amen. John 8, verse 34 through 36. In most solemn truth, I tell you, replied Jesus, that everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. Now, a slave does not remain permanently in the master's house what a son does and if then the son who makes you free you will be free indeed see when God touches you you are free indeed you have a freedom in your life I'm not saying you gotta be perfect but you're not gonna live a sinful lifestyle you you don't have a sinful nature and and so so it doesn't mean you're not gonna make a mistake or sin but you do not have a sinful nature and you do not have a sinful life but if you live a sinful life and you don't have a guilt conscious or, 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 you know, you're not, or, or peace. If you don't have, if you have peace in your sense, then, then something's wrong, wrong with you. Okay. Titus chapter two, verse eleven through um, fifteen. This is the two of the grace message, my friend. Amen. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live in self-control, uprightness and godly lives in the presence while. We wait for this blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our Lord Jesus, our appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all weakness and purify for himself a people of his very own, eager to do what is good. The, these then are the things that you should teach. See, the grace of God teaches us to live for God, to live for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Will lead you out of those areas, will lead you out of those things, and lead you to serve God. Hallelujah. Amen. Your contentment is only in living a holy life. Hallelujah. Amen. Test number four good works by grace. See, we're saved by grace and grace alone. But there's a river of good works that flow from us. Amen. And we flow with that. Hallelujah. Good works, good deeds, good lifestyle, love of God, the gifts of the Spirit, the signs of Mars flow from you. A life of prayer will come out of your life. Amen. Second Corinthians, Second Timothy chapter three, verse nineteen to twenty-one. Everyone who confesses the name of our Lord must turn away from wickedness. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but of wood and clay. Some are of noble purpose, and some are 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 ignoble. If a man cleanses himself from the latter, he will be an instrument of noble purposes. Made holy, useful, the master, and prepared for every good work. God wants us to get ready for every good work. When speaking of good works, it's important to note that that such can never save us, and this is a serious deception often warned of all scriptures. Rather, the way if you really are saved, then you will do good works. These are produced in us by the ministry gifts of the Holy Spirit given by the by the grace of God. First Peter chapter four, verse ten to eleven. 
as each one of us received a special gift employed as a servant one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God whoever speaks it is to do it as one who is speaking as the utterance of God whosoever serves it do it as one who is serving by the strength of God supplies and we can do all things and so we can do all things through all things so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ wow we're coming to good deeds amen hallelujah if you don't have a desire to do good you desire to help people desire to do ministry every believer has a ministry you need to test and see if you're a true Christian Romans 12 verse 6 through 8 through the grace of God we have different gifts if our gift is preaching let us preach in the limit of our, our, our vision if it is serving others let us concentrate on our servant. If it is teaching, let us give our all that we are in our teaching. And if it's our gift in the simulation of our faith of our of others, let us set ourselves to do. Let them, let the man who gives give freely, and let the man who who in authority walk with enthusiasm, and let the man who feels sympathy for his follower distress help. Them cheerful. Ephesians chapter two verse ten, chapter two verse ten. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do glorious which is prepared in advance for us to do. Second Timothy chapter one verse six. For this reason, I remind you to fan the flame of the gift of God. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse eight. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that all things, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need. You will abound in every good work. James chapter 7, James chapter 2, verse 17, B to 24. Faith by itself is not accomplished by action, is dead. I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe, even the demons believe. Do you do what? The evidence of that faith without deeds unless Abraham's faith and his actions were working together. And his faith has made him complete to what he did and you see that person is justified what he does and not by faith alone Acts chapter 26 verse 19 through 20 so then I am not disobedient to the vision from heaven I preach that I should repent I preach that they should repent and turn to God and prove their their um, their repentance by deed Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 26, verse 19 through 20, So then I am not disobedient in the vision from heaven. I preach. Okay, Colossians, sorry. Colossians chapter 1, verse 10 through 11b, That you may live a life worthy of the Lord, and may please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, um, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, power according to His glorious might. Wow. So good deeds, my friend, to serve God. To serve God. We must serve God. Hallelujah. We must serve God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We must serve God. Amen. And and, and, and hear our call. Amen. Hear our, our our call. Hallelujah. Amen. And follow the Lord. Hallelujah. In our life. Maybe you have a prayer ministry. Maybe you're called to do street events. Maybe you're called to do compassion ministry. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Test number five is the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. The fruit of the Spirit. Amen. In Matthew, do you have the fruits of the Spirit in life? Is there the fruit of peace in your life? Hallelujah. Is, is there humility in your life? Matthew chapter 3, verse 7. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Matthew 7, verse 16 to 23. By the fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick up grapes with thorn bushes, figs, and thistles? Likewise, every good fruit bears good fruit. By a bad fruit tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown in the fire. Thus, it by its fruit you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many of you will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did you not prophesy in your name? And in your name drive out demons and perform miracles? Then I will tell you apparently, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. Matthew chapter 12 verse 23. Um, no, Matthew chapter 12 verse 33. Amen. Make a, make every, make a, a tree good and its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 23 through 20. Uh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 through 23 The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, love, and kindness Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control Against such there is no law Those who belong to Christ Jesus Have crucified the sinful nature and its passion and desire Since we live by the Spirit Let us keep in step with the Spirit John 13 verse 35 By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Wow. Galatians, Colossians chapter 1 verse 6. Just as it is the gospel, you also spread through the whole world, yielding fruit and increasing, as it has done among you from the day you first heard of it and came really to know the grace of God. Philippians, Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 through 13. Therefore, my dear friends, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling for that's Philippians for it by God's for it's God who works in you the will and do according to all that his purposes for his good work good purpose amen for it is God who works in you to will and act according to his good purpose John 15 verse 4 through 5 and verse 8 and verse 16 remain in me and I will remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself. You must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branch. If a man remains in me and I in him, where he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This is my Father's glory, and you will bear much fruit. Showing yourself to be my disciples. And you and you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, and fruit that will last. Amen. God is calling us to bear fruit. Amen. Good fruit. Amen. Those who are born of God love. If you struggle in love, either you need to be, um, you, you haven't been discipled. Okay? You're a mature Christian. You you need deliverance. You've been in a bad fellowship. Maybe you need, um, hallelujah. Maybe you're religious. 
Maybe you're not even born again. It's time to get your act together. You know, religion is probably the greatest sin today. Well, it's time to examine yourself. In Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Test yourself to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourself. Now this, let us reflect on the tests and give ourselves an honest self-reading of Christ in us in the five verse. Number one, gospel belief and connection. Do you believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ? Have you held fast to sound doctrine against all false prophets and offered a different gospel? Number two, born in spirit adoption, the Lord's connection. Are you born from above? Do you have an ungoing Abba Father instinct within you, the inner knowing of your relationship with Him? Is God treating you as His child when you fall into sin? Number three, repentance slash freedom from sin. Have you absolutely turned away from God? Do you habitually sin? Habitually sin? Or do you, and can you praise God in the spirit and truth that you are truly set free indeed? Number four, good works by God's grace. Have you been given a grace gift of ministry to serve others with? Is your life living in proof of Christ in you? Or have you only mere words of self-delusion to cling to? Number five, the fruit of the Spirit. Are, are you love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, manifesting and growing in love? Are you producing the fruit, fruit in keeping with repentance? As we go through the various seasons of life, we might find ourselves are difficult in one or more of these tests. Seeing the whole of them can, can illuminate when we stumble and encourage us to deal honestly and urgently with any problems in our Colossians chapter 1 verse 27-29 says to us, God has chosen to make known His glorious riches and His mystery that Christ is in you, the hope of glory, and we proclaim and march and teach you everyone in all wisdom so that you may present everyone perfect in Christ. To this end, I labor, struggling with all energy. Galatians chapter 4, verse 6. My dear children, once again, like, just like a mother in childbirth, I feel, I feel that some kind of pain for you until Christ's nature is formed in you. 1 John chapter 5, verse 12 to 13. He who, 1 John chapter 5, verse 12 to 13. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. I read these things to you. Who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Second Peter chapter, Second Peter chapter one verse ten through twelve. Set your mind, then I'm endorsing on your conduct the facts that God has called you and chosen you. If you go along with the lions, there is no reason why you should stumble. And indeed, indeed, if you live the short of life. A rich welcome awaits you and as you enter in the eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, Savior of Jesus, eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, I shall not fail to remind you again and again of the things of you of the like this. All through, you already know them. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 through 21. I, I pray that out of the glorious riches of his resource, will enable you to know the strength of the Spirit's inner reinforcement, that Christ may actually live in your hearts by faith. And I pray that you, rooted and grounded in love yourself, may be able to grasp with all Christians how with 
and how long depth and height is the love of Christ and to know for yourself the love so far above our understand so you will be filled with all your being with God himself now to him who is by his power who within us is able to do infinitely more than we dare or ask or imagine to him be glory through the church and in Christ Jesus forever amen my friends are you a Christian I know I have discussed a lot of scriptures today if you do not know Jesus Christ pray this prayer with me amen Lord Jesus Christ I believe you are the son of God I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection, and your ascension, and you're at the right hand of the Father. And I believe in your present day ministry. I believe in the second coming. I believe in the virgin birth. I believe in the Trinity, the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. I believe in the Bible. I believe in the God of the Bible. I believe the Bible is the word, word, written word of God. I believe that you're forgiving me of all my sins. Wash me in the blood because you wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you have saved me. Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart, live in the Bible, be forever. Anoint me to serve you all the days of life. Lord, you can confess you, Lord. Lord, you can confess your Savior. Let me be born again. Save me now in the name of Jesus Christ. And fill me full of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. And if you are a backslidden Christian, pray this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, restore me and heal me. Establish me. Set me free from any vingabond spirit, any double-minded spirit. Any backslidden spirit, any spirit of error, and establish me and let me overcome in Jesus' name. Forgive me of all my backslidden ways and accept me again and help me serve you all the days of my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please visit elvisizen.com. Amen. And get connected and enjoy the feast of Word and Spirit. If you're in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska, you want to become part of our church, look on Global Anarch on Facebook and text us for time and location. Hallelujah. Also, you can email us at anarchomaha at gmail.com. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father God, I pray for everyone listening to this message. It would influence them in the church of the world and everyone part of Global Anarch in Omaha. Nebraska and around the world. I pray that them be all truly born again. Let them all be discipled and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Let them be baptized by immersion. Let them spiritually grow and become mature. Let them become mighty oak trees in the earth in Jesus' name. And I speak grace, 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 grace in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.